It's the Real Roots Radio podcast, on-demand content highlighting the best information and entertainment from the Real Roots Radio team. Here's Daniel Mullen sitting down with one of today's top music makers on Real Roots Radio. Welcome back to Real Roots Radio. I'm so excited to have uh, one of the premier vocalists in bluegrass music who has uh, returned with a new album on the way that's uh, country-flavored. So glad to welcome Alicia Nugent to the program today. How you doing, Miss Alicia? Hey, Daniel. I'm good. How are you? Doing well. Doing well. Glad to be here. Your pedigree is in bluegrass, but this new record of yours it has a country flavor. Why don't you tell us about it? Yeah. So, um, so basically, you know, I've always... I've always wanted to do a country record, classic country record. And, uh, I, I mean, I grew up in bluegrass. I grew up with classic country, gospel music, you know, so, so I love all of it. And it's just something I've always wanted to do. And, uh, being an indie artist now and not having my hands tied, uh, you know, I, I just decided, you know, if I'm going to, if I'm ever going to get to do one, now's probably my chance, you know, and I'm going to just, just do it for the sake of saying, you know what? I, I was able to do a record with lots of fiddle and steel guitar on it. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. So, cause I miss that kind of music, you know, and, and I think a lot of people do. And, you know, my, my, my bluegrass records that I did on rounder, you know, they always had a country flavor, uh, probably more so towards the end on the hillbilly goddess record. But, um, I've, I've always had that country flavor to my music anyway, and but this was just a treat for me to be able to to go in the studio and work with uh, producer Keith Stegall and you know who is Alan Jackson's producer and <clears throat> and so many others you know that he's done Randy Travis. Uh, there's a long line, but to work with him and work with the uh, musicians you know that that he works with that would come in and do this record with me was just just something I've always wanted to do. So you mentioned that you're a big fan of the real deal classic country. I know folks, if you're in Nashville and you pop in on a Monday to the station in, of course, when, you know, everything's open back up and see new yeah. Monday and hear the classic yes. country music or see Kevin Denny at the scoreboard, you're liable to see yes. Miss Alicia Nugent sitting in the front <laughs> row. You're probably going to see me, see me there listening because that's yes. I, I love it. I love it as much as I do bluegrass and um, you know, I, I can't, I, I can't say that I did this record to get away from the bluegrass because I certainly didn't, you know, because I, I, I did include a bonus track, uh, which is, you know, the song that I think we're going to play here in just a little bit. But uh, I, I I have this song on the record twice. So I have the country version and then I put the, the bonus track, which is the bluegrass version. You have a passion for both for both bluegrass and country music, and we were talking earlier uh, about how you used to work for one of our favorite members of both the country and bluegrass music halls of fame. That would be Tom yeah. T. Hall and uh, his wife Dixie. What are some lessons you learned from hanging around with Tom T. and Dixie for all those years? Uh, you know, do what you do. That's probably... Uh, something that I heard from Tom T several times, you know, and, and he's like, you know, people want to put labels on everything. And he said, you, you do what you do and don't let anybody else tell you how to do it. You know, he said, whether they want to call it bluegrass, they want to call it country, you know, you just do what you do best. And I, you know, I, I, 
I appreciate the years that I had. I worked for them for five years and I just, I appreciated um, being able to be around them and uh, learn, you know, being able to sit with them and, and, and write a song, you know, like we did for Nugent Family Band and just the way they treated people. I mean, there's just so many, so many things I, I, I can't name I can't name them all, you know, but, uh, the way Dixie treated people and the way, um, they liked to host people when they would come in and, and just, they just loved the music. And to them, it was about the relationships, you know, and that was such an important thing. You know, it, it was just keeping, keeping that family together. And I, I love that. You mentioned the relationships, and that's something that I see that uh, you've really embraced within your role in the bluegrass community. Um, we are a family, and those relationships are important. And whether that Absolutely. is, it, you're you're always so good at coming out and supporting your friends in the music. Whether that is uh, your buddy Darren Nicholson in Balsam Range, or your gal pals and sister Sadie, or sister Sadie, yeah, yeah. Or, or showing up. I've seen you show up and see the radio ramblers at the station. In you love the yeah. music. And it, I do. <laughs> you love supporting people that, that love the music because we're all a big family. Yeah, we are. And, you know, it's there's I know that there are those artists out there who are very competitive. And and, you know, that's I guess there's a time and a place to be competitive, you know, in the business. But but, you know, we're, we all we all love the same music. And and there's no reason that we can't support each other, you know, cause it's, it's hard, you know, I mean, it was hard, it was hard before the pandemic, you know, so, uh, you know, it's hard to get out there and, and make a living at, at doing what we love, you know, and, and it just, to me, it just makes it even harder if you can't, um, if you can't support the other people who are doing the same thing that you're doing, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just the way it ought to be. I think, I mean, I, I do love the music and to me, that's what it's all about, you know, because at the end of the day, we don't, we don't take home a lot of money, you know? So tens friend, of dollars playing blue. Friendship. <laughs> yeah. I mean, tens of dollars, tens of cents, you know, and, and, you know, the friend, the friendships that we build along the way, that's to me, that's what it's all about. Whether it's your peers or whether it's your fans, you know, it's, you know, we, we're all in this because we love this music and, and I, yeah, I hope that I'm, I hope that I can always say that for me, it's more about the relationships that I build out there than, than anything else. Visiting with Alicia Nugent on Real Roots Radio today, uh, we mentioned how you know bluegrass is a family, but you happen to uh, be in a band with your family. You mentioned the song "The Nugent Family Band," and uh, this song that you your new single uh, from your upcoming album is actually about uh, your dad and his influence on you. Why don't you uh, tell me a little bit more about the song and uh, that you wrote with Carl Jackson? Okay, um, I'd love to. You know. When I came back to Nashville three years ago, I I wasn't even sure really if I was going to get the chance to make another record at that time, and and but but I knew that if if that opportunity uh, presented itself, that I wanted to be able to pay tribute to my dad. You know, I really didn't think when he passed away in 2013, I didn't think that I was uh, ever going to come back to the music scene. Um, you know, it just 
I guess it kind of put a hole in my heart, you know, and, and music was something that I shared with my dad, you know, all the time. And he was always right there with me. You know, when I, when I went back home and came off the road, we still sang in church, you know, me and my dad and my brothers, and we were just always singing together as much as we could. But uh, when he was diagnosed and then passed away, that just kind of ruined it for me, I guess, for a little while. But anyway, uh, the song, I when I first moved back and thought that I was going to get to record again, I thought maybe I would do the Conway Twitty song, That's My Job, uh, because something about that song just always made me think of my dad. And then I got to talking to some friends around town, you know, and, and I was actually talking to Carl one day, and I said, I, I want to pay tribute to my dad, but I'm not sure if, if doing the Conway cover is going to be good enough, you know? And they were like, well, why don't you, why don't you write? Why don't you just write a song about your dad? And, and so of course, Carl and I started talking about it and trying to discuss, you know, how we wanted to, um, how, we didn't have a hook line at that time. So we just, talking about some of the stories, you know, Carl was saying, tell me, tell me some of the experiences with your dad or some of the stories, you know, with your dad that you want to uh, kind of touch on in the song. And I said, well, you know, it was, it was really a, a big day for me when I was able to invite my dad out on the stage of the Grand Ole Opry with me. And that was my debut on the Opry. And I said, that was a huge accomplishment for me. And, and I think my daddy was probably more scared than I was, you know, <laughs> And so we, um, as, as we're talking and we're, and I'm telling him the story and then I, I, I kind of re- reflected on a couple of other stories. I came out with, you know, Carl, they just don't make them like my daddy anymore. And I just said it. And he said, Alicia, that's, that's your hook line right there. He's like, that's, that's your song. You know, we're going to write everything around that. And I said, okay. <laughs> Sounds good to me. So, uh, so yeah, we just booked a day and spent the day together, Carl and I. And uh, actually, he had the last verse of the song written before I got there. And uh, when he played it for me, I just, I boohooed. I cried. You know, it was, it was, it was, it was tough to hear. And I said, Carl, I don't think I could ever sing this. You know, this is, this is too heartfelt, you know, and it's too emotional for me. And anyway, you know, we sat down and wrote the rest of the song and the rest is history, you know, but I I'm, I'm proud of it. I'm so proud of it. I'm glad that I asked Carl to help me with it. And, um, I, I hope that everybody else out there gets to know my dad a little bit through this song. I'm sure it was really special to share that with with Carl as well. You guys are dear friends, and uh, we Carl, are. Carl and his father were were so close as well that we just lost. Uh, oh yes, recently. So I'm sure that was a really special experience for the two of you. It was. It really was. And you know, Carl was actually part of uh, the debut that night. Carl and my dad were were both out there on stage with me, singing with me. So it just seemed right to have have Carl help me write the song. You know, he, he knew my dad a little bit and, and yes, he had just recently lost his dad, Mr. Lee. And yeah, it was, it was a special day. 
The song's called They Don't Make Them Like My Daddy Anymore. Alicia, if you could pick just a few of the characteristics of your father that you think we ought to bring back in, in fashion and that you wish were in vogue again in today's uh, climate, what would they be? Uh, number one, Christianity. Um, my dad was a, a great man and uh, a good Christian man. And um, that would be my, that would be the first thing, you know, but first and foremost, you know, I think that's, that should be our, our priority in everybody's life, you know, is um, I'm, I'm my Lord and Savior. And that comes from, from my dad, you know, he, his, his influence on me, you know, is, is the reason I have the relationship that I do uh, with my savior. And other than that, I mean, just loyalty and putting family first. Um, You know, my dad wasn't much of a talker and I actually, there's actually a line in the song that says, um, though he rarely said, I love you. I could feel it loud and clear. My dad was a man of few words and I just, I think that, I think that's, that everybody's so quick to speak, you know, especially during this time, this, these hard times, this pandemic, you know, and you, you see everybody on social media, you know, just putting their opinions out there and, and that's okay. But, you know, but when you see everybody bashing other people because of their opinions, my dad would have never done anything like that. You know, everybody's entitled to their, uh, to their opinion and, uh, you know, we were supposed to love our neighbor, you know, and I think those that's the most important thing in the world. And that's what I got from my daddy. You, and I wish I wish that the rest of the world would would take on that that type of mentality. While you were speaking, it, it made me think of uh, in the the book of James, James one nineteen is Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, yes, slow, slow to, to wrath. Speak. Yeah, swift, yes, absolutely. swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. And absolutely, great reminder for today's climate. And it sounds like your daddy was really good at embodying that. Yeah, he was. He was. He was a good man. We yeah. learn about your dad through your new song. Where can folks go to learn more about you and learn more about the new album, Alicia? Well, they can go to uh, my website, alishanugent.com. Uh, they can follow me also on Facebook, uh, Alicia Nugent Music. Uh, I also have a personal page on there, just Alicia Nugent. But uh, uh, for those who possibly are still trying to send me friend requests, I've, I've gone over the limit. <laughs> so I can't, I can't. She's add too popular else. folks. <laughs> no. I've, so, you know, they only allow you 5,000 friends and, um, that's just not enough. Right. <laughs> Everybody needs more than 5,000 friends. So, and I mean, half these people I don't know, but still, you know, uh, they can follow me on Alicia Nugent music page through there. Also Alicia Nugent on Instagram. Um, if they just want to go and stream the music, you know, it's out there on all the digital platforms. So whatever their favorite platform is, whether it's Spotify, iTunes, Apple music, Amazon, whatever, you know, it's, it's there. And, uh, I know Spotify has my profile. Um, I have my profile there with biography and everything, but certainly, probably most of the information is going to be there on my website. The new album comes out September 18th. We're so glad to have a, a new single and new music from Alicia Nugent. We've been waiting a long time and we're so glad to have you on the program today, Miss Alicia. Thank you so much.
Thank you, Daniel. I appreciate it. It's good to be back. Pick your day up with music that is sweet. A slender, high-spirited person needs a sugar pick-me-up. The Daniel Mullins Midday Music Spectacular. Weekdays, 10 to noon on Real Roots Radio.